Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we're doing the crossword for Friday, September 30th, 2022. So on this ultimate day of September, did you do the crossword? I did. And did you find it a worthy ultimate day of September crossword? <laughs> I don't know about that, but it was a good one. Mm -hmm. So... It was a relatively easy one for Friday, for me anyway. Uh-huh. Um, it, it took me almost half an hour, but uh, still, I I wasn't struggling like I often do on Friday. Mm -hmm. the, the clues were, or the answers were, were coming pretty well. Just a couple of places I was kind of... Kind of not quite sure. But. I think what dazzled me was the number of full... Uh, height or full width yes. answers. Lots of long clues, yeah, both there, up and down and across. There were at least six of them mm -hmm. that went the full span of the grid. Yeah, yeah, which which always makes the puzzle more challenging when right. you have those long, long clues because you know that they're more than one word, and so you've got to figure out what several words are, not just one. So. But the phrases, they were all phrases, and they were fairly straightforward ones. I mean, uh -huh. it wasn't really, it didn't require a lot of knowledge. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I was able to do this in 2357. Oh, very good. So, um, but it, it I, I was worried everywhere, again, because of those crosses, and it took sort of a while to get some traction. Right, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's see. But like there was a lot that I knew in this. Uh -huh. so that helped too. Well, I started off slowly. One across, zip it with up. I went for shut up. Me too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It was clam uh -huh. up. We should have known. It's a Friday. It's not going to be shut up. Well, it just <laughs> seemed a little, little too easy. Seemed a little rude. In the New York <laughs> Times, and uh, and it also worked well with one down. English chip was a crisp. Uh -huh. As opposed to whatever could possibly start with an S and sound vaguely English, and that's <laughs> where I got the, the got the idea that maybe "shut" was not correct. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, three down echo voice was Alexa. Right. I guess they've used that enough that. Uh huh. But yeah, that took me a while. And my echo voice. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what echo was, but I, I guess it's it's the device that that Alexa lives on. Uh huh. Mm hmm. I liked five down. I thought that was funny. Rare find in an idiom. Hen's teeth. Yes. I was going for a needle in a haystack, oh. <laughs> but had no chance to make it fit. No, not even close. Mm -hmm. That would have had to have been one of the longlies. Mm -hmm. And even that probably wouldn't fit. <laughs> um, I liked 37 across. Activity for some big game hunters. So I was like, okay, they're going on safari or something. But it was high stakes poker. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, I mean, I wonder if they really call them hunters. If that's like some slang for the for the you know major poker players. But uh -huh. I, I, needless to say, do not follow that that's that well, endeavor. It, I don't think they call them hunters, but it's just like if you're hunting for a big game, you're looking for high stakes poker. I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see, 45, uh, across, sign of bad service was no bars. Uh-huh. That was, actually, that wasn't too hard, I thought. Well, it took me a while, and then when I got it, I'm like, no 
bars. No bars, because of course I'm thinking service in a restaurant or right. something. But then it's like, oh yeah, internet service. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking that it could be an internet thing. Just yeah. somehow, I, it depends on how you read these clues. I mean, that's the joy of them. Yes. Uh-huh. I did not know 38 down at all. Chicago's blank center, the Aeon. Yeah, I don't know where that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also like 35 down. Tool for closing a window. It was escape key. Right. Uh-huh. I was like, what kind of tool would you have to close a window? And is that really a tool? Yeah. It's a key. Well, it's a tool. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess. You know, I think of a tool as like a hammer or a screwdriver, something like that, but we'll give it to them. It is a Friday. Uh-huh. Red wine variety was Syrah, S-Y-R-A-H. Yes. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Uh-huh. Have you? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Any good? Oh, very good. Hmm. One of my favorites. I see. Syrah. Uh-huh. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, 49 across. Stretches for the rest of us. Uh-huh. Nap times. Right. Uh-huh. That was an interesting way of phrasing that. Yep. Stretches for the rest of us. For the rest of us. Uh-huh. You just got to parse that correctly. Yes. Uh-huh. Which there's no way I think most people could do that before um, having gotten it already filled out. Uh-huh. One with a forked tongue immediately went for snake. Oh. Uh-huh. Tur- turned out it was cobra. Right. Uh-huh. Things were, And I could not remember, uh, I think maybe because I had snake in there, um, 61 across robot made on the Jetsons. Rosie. I felt so badly about that. <laughs> it's just like, I knew it was like, I knew it was Ozzy. And it was just like, is it Josie? So I think I had a J in there for a oh. while. I couldn't get that first letter. And of oh, course, Rosie. Rosie the robot. I mean, uh-huh. that alliteration makes sense. Yep. yep. I read somewhere where actually the, the, the Jetsons would have been in this time period. Really? Yes. <laughs> we expo- should be living like the Jetsons. That explains now. our neighbors. <laughs> I want a Rosie. <laughs> uh, how about a room? Would you settle for a Roomba? <laughs> no, I want a Rosie. <laughs> I see. I, I don't think Rosie that's, does everything. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Well, speaking of Rosie, or actually more precise, Rosa, 56 down. Rosa, Tulipan, or Jasmine? And the answer was Floor, F-L-O-R. Are Uh those flowers? Yes. In Spanish? Yes. Okay. Once again, my lack of knowledge of Spanish is starting to really, really bite here. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that they're doing a lot more Spanish and a lot less French. Uh I demand more French in my crosswords. Okay, well, you can complain. Uh, An answer that we had seen fairly recently, 15 across, brilliance was eclat. Isn't that French? Uh, now that you ma- <laughs> now that you mention it, oh, and right next to that, um, more Spanish. At least I think it is. Simbolo yes. del infinito, infinito, rotated ninety degrees was oco. Right. So you take the infinity symbol and rotate it ninety degrees, and, and it's the number eight. And the number eight. That's. Correct. I actually remembered that number though. Ocho. Yes, they use ocho a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. So maybe I now know one number in <laughs> Spanish. Yep. Now, um, 11 down. Food pronounced in three syllables. How do you say that? 
I said a chi. Yeah, I do too. A chi. A C A I. But a chi is it? Uh, it would have to be, I mean, to get three syllables, syllables out of it. Uh-huh. I mean, I suppose it would be ak-i-e. That doesn't make any sense. So akai, i I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I've never heard um, anyone pronounce it. So um, I suppose we could, you know, we could sort of check this out here. Uh-huh. Uh, Acai. 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 It's a soft C. Oh. Gasp. I didn't know that. Of course, we're taking this on the basis of someone that I randomly found on that I randomly found on uh, YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't know if that's definitive, uh-huh. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's see if there's anything else. Uh, I did. I did read that the um, the author of this puzzle. This is his premiere puzzle. Really? Okay, mm-hmm. David Carp. Mm-hmm. So very nice job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forty-two across the ties that bind corset. Uh huh. That took me a while. But. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I mean, it was. I was thinking of ties, like literally ties. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I I don't know how a corset works with that. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't uh, know how a corset works. Period. But I don't know how a corset works with the phrase the ties. Oh well, because it has ties. It has like laces in the back. And in the old the oh, olden days, you know, I see. they would try to pull those as tightly as they can so it would just constrict your waist. Um, so the ties that bind. That sounds like a very bad idea. Oh, it was. It was a very, very bad idea. Mm-hmm. That O, of course, it ran into 39 down, Boston and San Francisco, but not Denver. That was Ports. Yes. That took me a while. Oh, no, I got that one right away. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So... All right. Well, I think that's probably it for today, except for the fact that it's Fun Fact Friday. Yes, it is. Do, 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 do. do you have a fun fact for Fun Fact Friday? I do. Well, I please. And when on Tuesday, we had an answer that was Febreze. And I can't even remember what the clue was. But, but anyway... Um, the answer was Febreze, and you were remarking about how you felt that it was misspelled, that it should be F-R or F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E, because that's the way it is pronounced. Right. So I looked it up, mm-hmm. and here's what Wikipedia says about Febreze. Febreze is an American brand of household odor eliminators manufactured by Procter & Gamble. It is sold in North America, South America, Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, and New Zealand. Wow. First introduced in test markets in March 1996, the Fabric Refresher product has been sold in the United States since June 1998, and the line has since branched out to include air fresheners called Air Effects, plug-in oil called Noticeables, Scented Disc, called Sensories, Order Eliminating Candles, and Automotive Air Fresheners. The name Febreze is a portmanteau, is that right? Portmanteau. Portmanteau. Portmanteau of the words fabric and breeze. Hence, Febreze. The name is a popular example of the Mandela Effect with many people claiming to remember the name being previously spelled Febreze, like you thought it was spelled, <laughs> despite there being no indication or evidence of the product name having actually been changed. 
In many non-speaking countries, such as Nepal, the products are sold as AmbiPure. Mm-hmm. AmbiPure. Hmm. Okay, one other thing that I thought was very interesting about Febreze. The product, initially marketed as a way to get rid of unpleasant smells, sold poorly until Procter & Gamble realized that people become accustomed to smells in their own homes and stop noticing them even when they are overpowering, like the smell of several cats in a household. The marketing then switched the linking, switched to linking Febreze to pleasant smells and good cleaning habits instead, which resulted in a massive increase in sales. Only after the product became well-established in the marketplace did the marketing go back to emphasizing odor elimination properties as well. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yes, indeed. In, you know, here's this this product that they say, oh, it will eliminate odors in your home. And, and no one wanted it. And no one wanted it. It was like, well, there are no odors in my home. Mm-hmm. So, but once they said, oh, well, you know, it can help you clean, make it, make your... You know, like rugs and things that you can't throw in the laundry, you know, make them smell clean. Then I was like, oh, well, I'll buy some of that. Hmm. So, well, so. let's hear it for their marketing team. Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, that's for, my fun fact on Febreze. Okay. For the record, I never thought it was spelled like the word breeze. Oh. I was just annoyed that it wasn't. Oh, I see. So, um, well, you and maybe other people. Right. <laughs> who, who thought for sure. It was. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anywho, I think that is it for today. Um, so thanks, everyone, for listening. And we will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow, a.k.a. Saturday's Crossword, tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>